Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time. No better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players, props, a lot of stuff. Over-unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. FanDuel now live in Ohio. As a small business owner or hiring manager, success depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. Hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experience you want. That's what LinkedIn Jobs does. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. It's really cool. They make it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one, number one, in delivering quality hires against leading competitors. Go to post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Colin. linkedin.com slash Colin. Place is great. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. linkedin.com slash Colin. All right, time for an instant reaction on a Sunday night. Uh, Let's start with Dallas and San Francisco. Um, Could I make the argument, I think I can, that the four best quarterbacks all won their playoff games this weekend? Mahomes over Trevor Lawrence, although Trevor's really talented. Jalen Hurts over the completely limited Daniel Jones. Joe Burrow has elevated above Josh Allen. I, we talked about that on Fox last couple months. And Brock Purdy absolutely outplayed Dak Prescott. People just kind of freak out because he's a rookie and because he got drafted as the last player in the seventh round. 
But just this, this league has got a lot of really great players, Hall of Famers who are undrafted. I thought Brock Purdy, I think he's twitchier. I think he's quicker. I think he's got as good an arm, great self-awareness. You know, Dak Prescott <laughs> almost threw a pick six late in the game after two earlier picks. You know, I've said this for years about Dak Prescott. He is Kirk Cousins with a better brand. He needs everything to be in place. He needs the breaks to go his way. He can't miss a Tony Pollard due to an injury and beat this team on the road. He can't have his field goal kicker in his head. I thought Mike McCarthy, late in the game, deciding to punt on a fourth and 10. You know, that's the coaching staff. That's very Kirk Cousins. That's the coaching staff telling you they have real doubts about Dak's ability to pick up first downs in key spots. So, you know, for years and years, I was a doubter early. I do think he has intangibles. But the pushback on Dak Prescott at this point, folks, he's he's now gone from a player who didn't have a ton of turnovers early in his career behind a great O-line, but they didn't ask him to do much. Well, now the Cowboys O-line's been in a little bit of a rebuild. So doesn't quite have the time to throw. Now they ask him to throw more often in games in which they don't have a great consistent run game. And this is what you get. Kind of a B, B minus quarterback. That's what that is. Which is why when he signed that contract and everybody screamed he deserved it, I said, uh, you start paying people based on deserve instead of earn, you're going to be in trouble. So listen, I felt San Francisco would win. The game looked mostly like I thought. I thought there were two excellent defenses. I don't always love. I think Mike McCarthy has real reservations about completely turning Dak Prescott loose. It's why they don't go for it as much as I'd like. But the game kind of looked like, I think, what most people thought it would look like, which is San Francisco's the better team. Once Tony Pollard was out at halftime, you know, that you're taking another weapon away from Dak Prescott against the best defense in the NFL. That's an uphill battle. Going forward, San Francisco at Philadelphia, it's going to look a lot like what we just watched. I think it's going to be lower scoring, very competitive. Keep our eye on Jalen Hurts' health. But Philadelphia is well-armed. That's going to be the two most talented rosters in the NFC going toe-to-toe. You know, what do we say about Dallas going forward? Uh, Mike McCarthy's won back-to-back 12-win seasons. They've got a lot of talented players, but no great units. The Niners have great units, uh, a really great defensive line, excellent linebacker core. I think their secondary is underrated, a tremendous run game, excellent wide receiver and tight end group. You know, the Niners have great units. The Cowboys just have some great individual players. So they have to hit it with another draft. They have to find another elite corner. They are, they're kind of a football team with one corner. I think they have to go to the offensive line again. Uh, I'd go draft another running back to go alongside Tony Pollard at some point. Zeke isn't worth the money. They have to get another wide receiver. And I do think you get to a point now where Dallas, with those third, fourth, fifth round picks, you may want to draft quarterback. I mean, Tom Brady, every other year, Belichick drafted a quarterback. If I was Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. If I was Dallas with Dak, you get to about the third, fourth round, 
I'd roll the dice on quarterbacks. If for no other reason, you'd have a young, cheap, very capable backup. But I think Dallas is eventually what we thought they are. They're a good football team, uh, not good enough to go on the road and beat Brock Purdy, who just doesn't make mistakes. And I just almost did, came close to doing it. But he made a half a dozen big time throws, one to George Kittle, one to Brandon Ayuk, one to Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think one to Debo Samuel over the middle, pass rush in his face. Fourth quarter, teeth of that defense. Brock Purdy's pretty good. It's not great. It's not Burrow. Not Mahomes. Nobody says that. He's not going to have the career, I imagine, of Trevor Lawrence. But when you watch him on the field with Dak Prescott, did you feel there was a big gap in talent? (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. Maybe there is. Maybe over the course of time, you'd see it. But he moves well. He's accurate. He put velocity on the ball. His decision-making, his cognitive cognitive discipline was excellent. His self-awareness is strong for a rookie. Now, Dak was very good as a rookie, 13-3. and three. And I said this about, I think, Dak at the time, this was years and years ago, that you got to look at his ceiling like Mac Jones very quickly. Because of the maturity of a Mac Jones or a Dak Prescott, you get to his ceiling very quickly. That could be the case with Brock Purdy. What you're seeing is what you're going to get. This is it. But this is it. It's pretty good, especially with this roster and this head coach. Let's talk Bengals-Bills. That was an embarrassing performance by Buffalo. So I've been on this now for two years. And I know ad nauseum, it's, it's getting tedious to some of you who watch me. I think you have to hire offensive coaches. I mean, Tom Brady, you know, makes jokes about Belichick, the best football coach in the history of the game, about his lack of offensive understanding. Multiple stories about that. But the fact that Cincinnati came in with an absolute identity and a game plan with three backup offensive linemen, short, crisp passing game, pick up first downs, protect a banged up offensive line, eat the clock, get rid of the ball quickly. Of course, that's Burrow's specialty. Three, four steps, bang, bang, accurate deliverer, distributor of the football. But there was a real identity. The counterpunch was the run game often going outside. You could sense it from the first series on. They weren't just calling plays. Zach Taylor crafted a game plan knowing with backup offensive linemen, he leaned into Burroughs' precision and accuracy, and they did it for three and a half hours. The Buffalo Bills called the plays for three and a half hours. Their first drive, three and out. All week. Three and out. I don't know what's going on with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, but he was throwing too often to Gabriel Davis, who's not close to the same level of player. By the way, they ate the Buffalo defense alive. I did not see any adjustments in pressure. I didn't see any adjustments offensively. Sean McDermott of the last eight coaches, one was a defensive coach. That performance was completely embarrassing. They didn't make adjustments. They didn't really have a game plan. They just called plays. I've said this multiple times. They're the Chargers also have a defensive coach. They're just calling plays. What are they? And like the Chargers, Justin Herbert regressed a little this year. Josh Allen 
regressed a little this year, especially post-Thanksgiving. The further away, the longer he was away from Brian Dable, more interceptions, a little less accurate. Here's, a, here's a, an example. You could say, well, Colin, what do you mean they didn't have an identity? So Greg Cosell talks about this all the time, how the Niners offense meshes. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City, their offense with an offensive coach meshes with their run game, pass game. So in the first half, Buffalo didn't run Josh Allen. When you take Josh Allen's rush yards out of Buffalo's attack, they're 30th in the league in rushing. I didn't use them in all in the first half. I mean, you start falling behind 14-0, it's one of the most lethal weapons Buffalo has offensively. Go to it. Now, they went to it in the first offensive series of the second half and used it effectively. But it, it, it's, it, it took so long for Buffalo to kind of come to terms with, wow, we need to make a big in-game adjustment from our game plan. Defensive coaches are always slow to do this, for the record. Love Mike Tomlin. Can't get his offensive line right in five years. Sean McDermott. Can't get his offensive line right in five years. Andy Reid did it in an offseason. So, you know, I know everybody loves Sean McDermott, but that was such an absolute coaching mismatch for almost four hours. The game plan, the adjustments by Cincinnati, I, I, it was jaw-dropping to me. And I can like a guy, I can like a coach, but every year, due to safety concerns, the league continues to push for more safety measures, less extreme hitting, more things to give the quarterback the O-line advantages. It's, it feels like it's getting the gaps getting bigger every year between offensive coaches and defensive coaches. Sean McDermott, that was a complete swing and a miss. For the record, they haven't developed a dependable run game in five years. The weakest unit on the field is their offensive line. They haven't developed a consistent number two receiver. Josh Allen is regressing. They don't really have an identity. They just sort of call plays. Those all fall on the head coach. Those all fall on the head coach. Even if you're a defensive coach, you got to hire the right people. Belichick for years, Josh McDaniels, Dante Scarnecchia. He knew what he didn't know. So they, there's some soul searching going on. I'll say this about Joe Burrow. The perfect comp is Brady. We never thought Brady in his entire career. He wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the most mobile. He wasn't the strongest. He didn't have the best arm. But he made it look so easy. Accuracy, late in games, late in downs, late in a series, right before half. Just this effortless accuracy in crucial situations. Burrow's the comp. He's got Tony Romo's athletic ability, Tom Brady's self-awareness and precision, little, little Joe Montana precision as well. But uh, Kansas City's going to have their hands full. I've been saying this all year. The Bengals are the one team that match up really well with Kansas City. My gut feeling, without researching either, I'd probably take Philadelphia at home close. I don't know. I think I'd probably take Cincinnati close. <laughs> but those are tough. I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, Eagles-Giants was a 
shocking mismatch. I felt like the Giant players almost quit defensively, but there's real limitations here. We've just got to be honest about Daniel Jones. There's there's just not much there. Jason McIntyre and I on like Friday, I think we listed Thursday or Friday, we listed one to eight, the quarterback rankings. And I think we had Daniel Jones eighth. I think Brock Purdy is more accurate. I think he's twitchier. I think Daniel's bigger and price straight line faster, but I just, I don't see a lot with Daniel Jones. He wasn't that accurate in college. Duke, he's gotten better, but I don't trust him in big spots to be accurate delivering the football. He's not twitchy. Uh, and I think Philadelphia played him like they didn't respect him and forced him to make big, tough throws. Yes, he could use another tight end. Yes, the O-line for the Giants isn't great outside of left tackle. But remember, Justin Herbert walked into this league with a bad head coach and an atrocious offensive line and threw 31 touchdowns and 10 picks as a rookie. Burrow got to a Super Bowl with an atrocious offensive line. Josh Allen, 41 wins last three years. Bad offensive line. Daniel Jones is simply not productive enough. He's just not productive enough. You got to be able to overcome stuff. Go back to Herbert's rookie year, Burrow's second year. Even Kyler Murray in his first couple years, they they had a terrible O-line in Arizona. You got to be able to overcome. Philadelphia really put the hammer on them. (laughs) I didn't quite know what we'd get with Philadelphia. You know, last year, the two teams that got a bye both lost. Jalen Hurts was not 100%. Lane Johnson, actually, you saw him early in the game kind of limping. He's not 100%. But... I got to tell you something. Last 20 years, is there a coach that has been more shockingly effective than Nick Sirianni? I mean, he didn't have that much responsibility with the Colts. Like, it was kind of a late hire. He butchered the opening press conference. I mean, I, I remember reading four or five different articles in Philadelphia, in Indianapolis. Big concerns if he was ready. I tell you, he coaches with confidence. That was a miss by me. His first press conference was as bad as anything I've ever seen. He just stammered. Apparently, he jokes about it. But that team, he's got kind of a physical presence, kind of a a bigger guy. That team plays hard. They play downhill. And what he's done with Jalen Hurts is nothing shy of remarkable. Philadelphia is – San Francisco is going to have their hands full because that's the only team in the NFC to me that lines up body for body up front. That's it. Eagles Niners is exactly what we all deserve in the NFC. And Bengals Chiefs, likewise, two best teams, two best quarterbacks on the face of the planet today. Instant reaction. Fun weekend. See you tomorrow on FS1, iHeartRadio. no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking to get more out of the NFL season? Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.